Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You see narcissism all over the place as being like the big, like giant person that is just grandiose, thinks the best of the world, like thinks that they're like absolutely number one, that they can't do anything wrong, you know, the life of the party, all this different kind of stuff. But there's a different aspect that doesn't get brought up or doesn't get talked about a lot, and that's the covert narcissism. That's the stuff where they're still filled with the pride, they're still filled with the ego, they're still filled with the entitlement and the sense of superiority, but it is hidden. It's underneath the surface to a place that it makes you feel even more crazy because you're like, there's something off. Like there's something different about this guy. You just can't figure it out. And sometimes it's an aspect of covert narcissism. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I identify with being a covert narcissist more than I would an overt. Covert, especially in the majority of my life. Overt, I would say, used to be this aspect of when I was at work and when I was working with different teams, I was more overt. Steamroll, roll over different people, didn't really care, but it was very overt in how it came across. Relationships, the rest of life, pretty much covert. And so in talking through this aspect of covert, I want to be able to break it down and talk through it in a couple different ways, okay? Um, co um, in covert narcissism and like working through this, it gives you like the impression that something's wrong. And my wife knew that. Like my wife knew something was wrong. Like it didn't fit right. Like something was off. Like there was just a gut feeling. Like there was just this idea of like, I think he might be doing this. Or like, this doesn't make sense. Why would he say that? And there's this like distance of kind of like pulling away. There's like this quiet punishment that happens. So we're going to kind of jump in and just walk through different thoughts, ideas, and topics about covert narcissism. I don't have like an exact scripted out thing, but just some bullet points that I want to be able to talk to. Okay. So when we talk about narcissism, covert narcissism is the same exact thing as overt narcissism. It is just undercover. Okay. It is not the person that you're going to suspect. You're going to be like, yeah, it can't be them. Like they're so humble. They're so kind. Like, why would it be them? Like, it's going to be something different. Okay, and oftentimes when you're talking about this covert narcissism, it's someone who might be a little bit on the shy side. Like maybe they're not the life of the party. They're the person that's kind of sitting in the background. Maybe the person that is kind of putting down themselves, like not talking about themselves, but still talking about themselves. Not talking about themselves is like, oh, I'm so amazing, but oh man, like I don't know if I can do that. Like putting the attention back on them. It's a, it's a very unique and covert way to be able to slip it around. In this aspect, sometimes people seem very insecure. Of like, well, I'm insecure. Like, I don't know if I can actually do this. And all of a sudden, there seems to be even more attention put on that person. But they don't want the attention. They don't want the drama. But oh, it always seems to be there. It always seems to be about them. It always seems to be when you start to put the pieces together, like, wait a second. We're still focusing a lot of time and energy on someone who doesn't like to have a lot of time and energy put on them. How does that make sense? Sometimes with covert narcissists, you get a lot bigger aspects of playing the victim. It's not my fault. It's someone else's fault. It wasn't me. And putting everything back on another person instead of taking any accountability, any responsibility, and instead, oh, that person left me. They hurt me when they're the ones that cheated or when they're the ones that abused. 
So a lot of times you'll see coverts that come across as being humble, sometimes like overly accommodating, like, oh, let me help you. Let me serve you. Let me do this. And then you're like, oh my gosh, you're so nice. And like in their minds, they're like, oh yeah, I know I am. Like that's a lot of times how it gets twisted around, twisted around to be like, oh, I'm the best thing ever. I'm just not going to tell you. I'm just going to hide it. I'm just going to put it under the surface. That's this aspect of covert narcissism that's really hard for a lot of people to pick up. And it's the aspect that makes you feel a little crazy sometimes because you're like, well, they can't really be abusing me that much because they're not raging. Like they're not being loud. They're not yelling or like cussing in my face. So like, I don't get that, but they might be really quiet. They might give you the silent treatment. There might be these aspects of having these passive aggressive comments that slowly make you feel little. You make you feel small. They make you feel stupid. The belittling comments and phrases and tones that make you feel like you're inferior to them. And they're not yelling. They're not getting really loud. They're not giving this giant aspect of posturing up and making you feel like you're tiny and small because of who they are, but just because of what they say. And a lot of times we see that over and over. And you get to the place where you know that something's wrong. Like you know something's there, something's off. I just can't put my finger on it. I just can't actually know what exactly it is. And it makes you start to doubt yourself. It makes you start to feel crazy. So a lot of times it's the same thing as a regular narcissist, as an overt narcissist, but it's hidden even more with the guilt and the shame that narcissists are trying to run away from. Now, before I forget, as I'm going through this, like I want to encourage you, if you're struggling with this, if you're seeing just the pieces so far that we've talked about, please go to escapetoxicity.com. We've been putting together a system to be able to help walk you through breaking free from a narcissist. It's a seven-day challenge small. It's seven days. You can do anything for seven days just to be able to come in and say, hey, I'm going to work on myself for a couple days here to get free from the crazy making that I'm enduring. So when we're talking about spotting covert narcissism, it's hard to see. You're going to feel crazy. You're going to wonder like, what is actually going on? Like, I'm not sure what's actually happening in the relationship. There's so many times that I made my wife feel crazy because of what she'd bring up. Are you serious? Like, why would you even think that? Me? <laughs> Cheating? Like, what in the world are you even talking about? Like, do you hear yourself right now? Like, twisting it all back around. Make her feel crazy for the accusations that she brought up, or the uncomfortable piece that she talked about, or the, the feelings that she was trying to, per, per, uh, to say. And getting to the place of, like, gaslighting and, and convincing her that she was viewing reality wrong. That she was viewing my interactions with other people completely wrong. That wasn't true. That wasn't happening when it absolutely was. And this aspect happens a lot with covert narcissists. They'll end up getting to the place where they make you feel crazy. They gaslight. They lie. They get you to the place where you're like, I don't know what to believe anymore. And that's when it starts to break down your sense of self. Like you no longer know who you are. You no longer know what is actually going on in the relationship. Because the narcissist oftentimes can be chameleons, especially the covert ones. The covert ones a lot of times can be chameleons and can switch because they have no sense of self. Like they don't actually know who they are. They don't actually care to know who they are because they're running from that guilt and shame. But then because of that, because they don't have a strong sense of self, they don't have a strong sense of this is what I like, this is what I don't like. And so they just do whatever. 
they're like, I don't really care. So then they'll be with you and they'll like one thing, they'll go to the next person, they'll like the exact opposite. And you're like, how is that even possible? I thought they were like this. They weren't. They're only like that because it meant getting something from you. They're only like that because it meant they had a connection with you. They could build a bond really fast because they were able to say, I like this. And then they went to someone else and like, yeah, I hate that. I'm so glad you like this. They probably did that with you. If you weren't the first person, if you were the next person, over and over and over again, changing what they like to be able to modify their personality to get with the person that they want to be with in that moment. And then it changes. And then it moves to the next person, on and on and on and on. With a covert narcissist, a lot of times you'll get this aspect of silent rage. It's not loud. It's not overt. It's not in your face. It's quiet. And your instincts start kicking off. Like something is wrong here. Like something is bothering them, but I can't figure it out. You know, ask them, hey, what's wrong? Like, are you upset at me? Like, is this, is this, is this, is this? And they're just like, no, I'm fine. But you can tell. You can tell because you get to the place where you feel like you're responsible for how they're feeling. You're responsible for their anger. You're responsible for that silent rage that's happening. You're not. That's their feelings. That's their responsibility. You've got the masking that happens, the lies, the deceptions, like even more so in covert narcissism because they're really good a lot of times at not getting caught of hiding the things that they're trying to hide, of making sure that they're being super deceptive about certain things so they can get what they want. And you see this over and over again with covert narcissism. You see a lot of times that they turn it back, they flip it back on you. Hey, this is your fault. This is your issue. This is something you have to work on. This is something you have to do. And it's back on you over and over because they don't want to deal with their feelings. They don't want to feel with their emotions. So they have to put whatever shit that's going on back on you. They do that time and time again. And so a lot of times they'll project things. They'll give you constant criticism of like always belittling you, putting you down, giving you little things that are going to slowly judge you and chip away at your character, chip away at who you thought you were, chip away at you. And a lot of times they're going to project their issues and their feelings onto you, making you feel like you're responsible. They're going to take credit for your ideas. They're going to confuse you. They're going to make the world think that they're going to help you when they're actually not. They're going to sabotage the holidays. They're going to teach you things besides letting you actually like learn. Like, let me teach you a lesson by doing X, Y, and Z. How many of these have triggered you? I'm not on here just trying to trigger you and make you upset, but I'm here to try to like wake you up of like, wait a second, you're actually seeing this stuff in your relationship. You're actually dealing with this on a day-to-day basis and you don't know what it is. You haven't figured it out. And so now you're hearing this and all of a sudden it's like a light bulb's going off. You're like, wait a second, this is happening. I might be dealing with a covert narcissist. I may be dealing with someone who is toxic, who is not willing to love and care for me because of what they're demonstrating on a day-to-day basis. And you start to feel like you're trapped. Like you're like, I don't know how to get out of this. Like I'm stuck because of this. Because I think they care, but they haven't shown it. Because they say they love me, but they haven't shown it. And time and time again, you get stuck with a person that is toxic. With a narcissist. And with someone who's covert. Is that you today? Are you struggling with that person in your life? Maybe you're with a man that keeps saying, I love you, but then keeps hurting you. You're the love of my life, but he's still cheating on you. 
I'll do anything to save the marriage. But he's not willing to go to therapy. If you're in this place and you're feeling crazy and confused, we'd love to be able to help you. Love to be able to help you move forward and to heal, to grow, and to change. If you go to escapetoxicity.com, it gives you an overview of a seven-day challenge that we put together to help you find clarity and get free. Check out escapetoxicity.com today to start your healing journey.